Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. It is my privilege and honor to be with you all once again on our Full of Life Ministries podcast. <laughs> Woo! Listen, I still have to pinch my skin to make sure that I am really awake, that all of this is not a dream. You see, people of God, I am so overwhelmed with the response to our podcast. We are still amazed at the growth of our ministry. We now have listeners in Indonesia and Austria and even Switzerland. Again, I want to thank all of our listeners from around the world that tune in each and every week. And this is so encouraging to us that you all have grown to love what we do. And it's simply this, to share this mess, this message of hope that the Lord gives us each and every week to inspire, encourage, and to empower you to live a full and meaningful life. I hope and pray that you all are staying safe and that you are being responsible with following the CDC and our elected officials' guidelines that will help us get this virus under control. But I'm really, but I'm really interested in how our listeners are doing when it comes to your daily routine of developing yourself. Your daily routine of developing yourself. You see, people of God, the Lord wants us to make a concerted effort each day to pray daily, to take time in the day to just read a passage of Scripture. And not just read this passage of Scripture, but to meditate on what you have read. And then allow God to speak to you after reading his word. It's really critical. It's really critical to set up a place somewhere, whether it's at the park or going to the ocean, going to the mountains, or even just turning off the television set to allow yourself some quiet time to hear from the Lord. You'll be surprised by what you hear. (laughs) Yes, you will. I believe that some of our weariness and negativity is simply a result of listening to so much noise throughout the day. (laughs) Think Think about it this way, people of God. You get up to go to work. You deal with traffic. Then you arrive at work. You deal with the drama that goes on at work. While you're at work, you are on your cell phone. You're talking to everybody. You finish work, you go home, you shower, you change your clothes, turn on the television, and now you feed yourself more noise. Your mind is filled with clutter and pollutants. What the Lord is wanting from us is to make his voice the centerpiece of healing. Spending quality time with God can calm the noise. You see, his cell phone number is always available. (laughs) 
Hallelujah. And when you read his word and when you pray to the Father, he will change your atmosphere. He will revive your spirits. He will renew your strength. He will, if you give him permission, he will cause your spirits to overflow with belief that the best is yet to come. This is God of who we are talking about. This is God of who I am talking about. I want to share a passage of scripture that speaks and addresses this issue. It comes from the book of Lamentations. The book of Lamentations. Book of Lamentations, the third chapter, verses 25 through 29. And he says it like this. And I'm reading from I'm reading this from the message translation. It says God proves to be good to the man who passionately waits to the woman who diligently seeks. It's a good thing to quietly, quietly hope, quietly hope for help from God. It's a good thing. When you're young to stick it out through the hard times. When life is heavy and hard to take. The scripture says, go off by yourself. Enter the silence. Bow in prayer. Don't ask questions. Wait for hope to appear. I'm going to read verse 29 once once again. It simply says, bow in prayer. Don't ask questions. Wait for hope to appear. People of God, hope never disappoints. I promise you, God will eliminate the noise and allow for you to be excited for your new year. Amen. Amen and amen. All right, let's get into tonight or today's episode. Now listen, this episode is a message that the Lord impressed upon me to share with you. You see, this past week's events here in America that happened on January 6th, 2021, where where, where rioters supporting United States President Donald Trump's attempt to overturn the 2020 presidential election. They stormed the United States Capitol after breaching multiple, multiple police perimeters. They damaged, they ransacked, and occupied parts of the building for several hours. And what's disturbing about what's going on is the lack of control that's happening in our world. If this doesn't concern you, if this does not concern you, nothing will. You see, the ugly that the world witnessed is the ugly we know about ourselves. We can be extremely violent. We can be hypnotized by evil. We can be fooled by sin. We can be tricked into breaking laws. 
we can be easily influenced by selfishness and greed. We can become afraid when a person's way of living is now being threatened. And and now you have to give way to fairness. But listen, people of God, this goes deeper than what we have seen with our eyes. The lack of control will cause you to sell your soul for the opportunity to achieve your goal. Whether you want to become the president of the United States or the manager of a corporation, manipulation for the sake of a title is simply the lack of self-control. You ask me the question, you ask me the question, what does this have to do with me? (laughs) All right, let me answer that question. Lack of control will have some say harmful things about a person's race, a person's gender, a person's identity. Lack of control Lack of control will allow for you to say things for the sake of shock value that will cause arguments and strife. And from this anger shows its ugly head and now, and now, and now you have chaos. Social media can be useful, but social media can be dangerous. When an official is banned from this platform because they lack control, it's not the platforms that are at fault. Sin or lack of control is the sole cause of what transpired transpired this last week. Now, Proverbs, the 18th chapter, verse 21, says it like this. The tongue has the power of life and death. Our tongues can build others up or they can tear them down. With the lack of self-control, we too can get caught up with wrongdoing. And the Lord's desire is for our world to get back into pursuing the things that he has provided for us to live by. And so the title for tonight or today's episode is entitled Living a Self-Controlled Lifestyle. Living a Self-Controlled Lifestyle. Prisons, divorce courts, hospitals, drug addicts, racism, greed, selfishness, actors and actresses, athletes trying to get an edge on their opponent, taking performance-enhancing drugs, businessmen, congressmen, thieves, robbers. Yes, you get the picture. are all filled with people who succumb to sin and are living their lives out of control. It's everywhere. Everywhere we look, every place we turn to, we see people out of control. All of us, in some aspects, need to work on living a self-controlled lifestyle. You see, Romans, the third chapter, verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
what this verse is saying is that we have not demonstrated self-control when it comes to overcoming our sins. However, we have been given this gift from God. And it's up to us to develop and nurture this gift that can establish a place of healing and restoration. Self-control will enable, will enable you to flourish in life because when you operate under the power of God, this gift will create an awareness to those who have lost their way. You will give them a chance to repent and to repair their reckless behavior with the power of self-control. So let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled Living a Self-Controlled Lifestyle. Hello, everyone. I'm Christopher. I'm your editor of Full of Life Ministries San Diego podcast, and I'm here to say a couple of things during this commercial break. One, if you would like prayer or a word of encouragement or just want to talk, you definitely can. You can just call or text us at the number 619-790-4717. Again, that's 619-790-4717. Also, I would like to add that if you would like to donate in any kind of way or give to our ministry, that is still an option on any of our pages, Full of Life Ministries, so Spotify, Spreaker, wherever you're listening, we should have a place to give to our ministry. The money will be going to COVID relief and helping those who have lost their jobs or are suffering from COVID and a bunch of other things and people who may need it. So thank you so much for listening. God bless you and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into tonight or today's episode entitled Living a Self-Controlled Lifestyle. We have to understand that this gift, this gift of self-control is the nutrients necessary for you to really succeed in life. It's the nutrients, it's the vitamins to live a successful life. Galatians, the fifth chapter Verses 22 and 23 says it like this, and I'm reading from the message translation. It says, but what happens when we live God's way? What happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. So number one, so number one, 
We have to do things God's way. We have to do things God's way. The enemy does not want you to operate with control. He wants you to operate in weakness rather than operating in strength. And when you feed yourselves with the wrong substance or substances, gratifying your flesh at the expense of yourself as well as others, you live a life that's detrimental to your own health and the well-being of others. And in this passage of scripture, we recognize that the Lord has given us this gift called self-control. It's a fruit that marshals and directs our energies, our energies, not energies, but in our energies wisely. So I want for our listeners to see here in these verses that affection for others, exuberance about life, and serenity, and sticking with things that require commitment and effort, compassion in the heart, living in holiness, and not forcing our way in life are interconnected with self-control. And when we get connected with God, he can shape our way of life that can change our world. So that's number one. Number one, we have to do things God's way. Yes, God's way is the only way. Number two, in order to live a self-controlled life, we have to renew our minds. We have to renew our minds. Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 2, says it like this. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life and place it before God as and offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. It says, don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into, that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you and he develops well-formed maturity in you. So this renewing process This renewing process is critical in order for you to live out each day with self-control. By fixing your attention on God, he will inevitably show you when you you quickly respond to his will for your life. 
you will develop a well-formed maturity. And this maturity is what you really need. So it's important that you, as a people, renew your mind. That means you have to change your thinking. Change your thinking, then all of a sudden, now, God has, you're using the fruits that God has given you so you can walk with self-control. And number three, and number three, set aside your natural inclinations. Set aside your natural inclinations. That's a hard word for me to say. (laughs) Set aside your natural inclinations. God's way always challenges our fleshly nature and calls us to live at a higher level by the Spirit's power. The human way is to curse those who curse us and try to overcome evil with more evil. But Romans, the 12th chapter, we were just in Romans chapter 12, verses 16 through 21, says it like this. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil. (laughs) Verse 17 says, repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves Believe to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, and this is heavy, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, for by so doing you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Our natural inclinations is to strike back, retaliate, cuss them out, break their backs. If they go low, you go lower. But here in this passage of scripture, God wants Us to give thought, to give thought, to demonstrate self, demonstrate self-control, to look for meaningful solutions, to go the extra mile, to stabilize the person if possible. The problem is we are waiting for someone else to fix a situation and God's waiting on you to Perform the right way and bring about change. Now listen, people of God. We we can't stop people from doing evil. But they cannot force us to participate with them. Listen, it takes no power, no might, or wisdom to retaliate 
against evildoers. But returning good for evil is one of the greatest demonstrations of strength. Jesus says it like this. And I love this passage of scripture. It comes from uh, St. Matthew, I believe, chapter 5. He says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. When you demonstrate self-control, when you demonstrate self-control, you glorify God. And so in closing, living a lifestyle or living a lifestyle of self-control effectively creates a power to compel, to compel mankind that this fruit that the Lord has given us can bring about a hope that though we may have differences and even though we are, that all of us are in desperate need of self-control, the only way to solve our world's sin problem is to humbly go before the Lord and seek his face and to turn from our wicked ways. This is found in 2 Chronicles, the 7th chapter, verse 14. God says, I will, you will hear from heaven and he will forgive your sin and he will heal our land. Are you ready for a lifestyle change? Are you in need of developing your self-control? Just like this virus that's going on in our, in our world, the COVID-19. We can get control of this by simply confessing our sins because he is, God is faithful. He is a faithful God. Yes, he is. He is faithful to forgive us our sins and he will purify us of all the unrighteousness and he will cleanse us from all of our transgressions when we simply begin to live a controlled lifestyle we glorify God let us pray Father God in the name of Jesus we thank you for this day we thank you for this opportunity to learn about you Lord God you know there that there's challenges in our world. You see the chaos. You see the anger. You see the hurt. You see the pain. You see how far we have fallen away from you. So, Lord God, I pray, oh God, for everyone who's listening to this podcast, that you will encourage them to become strong through your word, that you will develop them in a way that they will be able to control their behaviors, that they will harness this need for retaliation, and that God, that everything that we do, that we do it for your glory and for your honor. We struggle with life. We struggle with ourselves, oh God. We have moments where we always fall victim to sin. So in the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that you will bring healing to our lives, that you will awaken our minds and our thoughts about who we are and whose we are, and that we will develop a daily lifestyle 
that every moment when the enemy comes in like a flood, when he tries to knock us down, when he tries to, to shame us, that we will raise up that standard, which is you, against the enemy. And that, God, that we can watch you at work, pushing the darkness away so your light can shine brightly. We give you praise for what you're doing in this ministry. We give you praise for what you're doing for all the listeners around the world and that you will continue to encourage them and to inspire them to live your way. Your word says that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And that your word says that we are the light of the world. So help us to become that light that you've created us to be. We'll be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, people of God, that is it for today or tonight. We are grateful to God for another episode entitled Living a Self-Controlled Lifestyle. I'm grateful to you all for your heart and for your consistency listening to this podcast. I'm praying that you guys are still being encouraged and inspired through these podcasts. So again, thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. And you guys know the drill. If you are enjoying these podcasts, please continue to share the podcast. You guys are making a difference just by sharing it. Technology has afforded us this this great tool to be able to share some good things, not bad things, some good things about the goodness of the Lord. So continue to share the podcast. And if there's anything that we can do as a ministry, as a people, as your pastor, your podcast pastor, okay, whatever we can do to help you, please don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And please, we will respond to your questions or if there's something that you just want to say, hey, Pastor Phil, we are really enjoying the podcast. Give me a shout out. I will appreciate that as well. So again, once again, this is Pastor Phil, full of life ministries. So excited that you guys are tuning in each and every week. So guess what, people of God? Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.